0: Approach the task of preaching. Let us bow our hearts and our heads in prayer. Heavenly Father, we pray that your spirit would be active and present among us. That he would open up our hearts, our eyes, our ears, our minds to you and your word. That through your word, we may see your loving heart for us in Christ. We ask this all in the name of your son, our savior. Amen. So, for for this message, this evening, we're going to take a look at at the text of of 1 Peter that that we read, that that epistle reading. And and specifically, these words here, um, "...honor everyone, love the brotherhood, fear God, honor the emperor. This is the will of God." I think to, to fully appreciate those words, to, to fully understand those words, to, to fully be able to grasp exactly what, what Peter's telling us there, I think we need to lay some, some theological groundwork here. Um, and, and the theological groundwork that, that we're going to lie lies in the, the two kingdoms that we live in. It's it, it said, and it's true, the scriptures tell us that, that we live in, in two king, kingdoms. Other people call it two realms. What we're going to call it um, is, is God's two hands at work. It's going to be God's left hand and God's right hand. Because here's kind of the, the theme for the whole message. God is at work throughout the whole whole world. world. There's not a square inch of this world that God is not Lord over it, it, it's not like God is, is Lord over here but over here he says good good luck I'm, I'm not touching that no no he's he's Lord over all so we're going to see how how we as as Christians live in both these worlds because I, I think when when we look at this and, and when we get this right I think it really clears up a lot of, of the murkiness of, of this world. So, when, when God tells you to, to turn the other cheek, but you know that for the betterment of your health, and perhaps in some instances, the betterment of your life, that would not be a good thing. Or how Jesus says that, that he's come to bring peace to this world, and you look around, you're like, Jesus, where are you at? Because I don't see any peace around here. I think getting these two realms right, these two kingdoms right, God's left hand and God's right hand, really helps clarify that for us. So we're going to lay some, some theological foundation here to, to, to help us out some. So these are the two realms that we're talking about. God's left hand is the civil realm is the government. It's, it's much more than the government, but, but we're going to kind of zero in on the government uh, this e- evening. Which means that God's right hand, God's right hand of activity is the spiritual realm, if you want to use that word, or the church, or how, however you want to describe God's right hand. But the point of it is that God's in charge of everything. Though sometimes it doesn't look like it, God's in charge of of it all. But in these two different realms, he's working in two vastly different ways. He has two vastly different goals, two vastly different purposes, two vastly different tools or, or means that he works with. So let's go ahead and, and dig in here. I, th- I think a good question to ask to kind of make the, this, this murky, vague picture of these two kingdoms kind of help us focus in on it some is this question What is its goal? I think mean, that's a great, great place to start. I think it's a very logical place to start, really. So, in God's left hand, in the civil realm, in the government, what's God's goal? What's he kind of striving here for? And God's goal in the left hand is just justice. That's what God is, is striving for. That's why when you steal something, the government's going to come after you. That's why if, if you commit a, a felony or, or a crime, the government's going to pursue you because they're pursuing justice. That's what the left hand does. That's why the left hand exists. It's to pursue justice. Justice. So does that mean that the right hand then is the goal of the right hand, the the spiritual realm, the church, is it justice? And I would say I certainly hope not because if justice is simply just getting what we deserve, we wouldn't last very long in the right hand realm because the wages of sin is okay hold on ready the wages of sin is death okay good so basically in the right hand realm if the role was justice if the goal was justice we'd just be lame ducks sitting on a post waiting to be taken out because all of us would be taken out so if it's not justice what is it Well, you see, the the goal of of the right hand, the spiritual realm, is justification. That's some good uh, alliteration there to to help you concrete it in your your mind. The goal of the right hand, the goal of the church, is justification. And justification can be seen as this big theological word because we we mostly use it in a theological sense now, though it's it's a, a big word that encompasses a lot of different things. But as, as some of you guys might have heard, justification is just simply God looking at you just as if I hadn't sinned. Justification, just as if I hadn't sinned. And we say that justification happens at our baptism, right? In, in our baptism, that's God saying like, mm, that, that, that one there, he's mine. She's mine. The death and resurrection of Christ, yep, that, that applies to that, that one too, we are justified. That's the goal of the right hand. Right hand, justification. Left hand, justice. And it's good that we don't get those two mix, mixed up. So then how about this? If, if that's the goal, what tools does God give us the government, the left hand and the right hand, what tools do, does God give us to pursue those goals? So in the left hand, what tools does God give us to pursue justice? Well, in, in Romans thir- 13, St. Paul says that the government doesn't bear the sword for nothing. And in, in, in our text in 1 Peter here, it says that that the governors are sent that the, government, that the governors are sent to, to punish those who do evil. So what's the tool in the left hand? It's the sword. It's power. It's coercion. That's what gets it done in the left hand. And that's not a bad thing. God, God gives them the power of the sword. And that's okay because it helps keep order. And it doesn't have to be as, as crass as power and coercion, but you get the picture. And in St. Paul's day, in, in Peter's day, the epistle that we're reading from, it was literally a sword. If you remember John the, the Baptist, the government had the sword. It was a chink and a boom, 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 boom. So if it's not a sword now, because I haven't heard of that recently um, in the U- United States, what, what is the sword now? I think that we can kind of kind of think on, on, on some of those, those ways that, that the government keeps order, but it can be something as simple as pay your taxes or else. It's, it's power that gets the job done in the left hand. So how about the right hand? Is it, is it power that can converts? Do we, do we sit there with a, with, with a sword or with power until they can convert? Answer no. No, we don't. It's been tried. If you've ever heard of the cruis, Crusades, it's kind of a, a dark mark on the Christian, Christian his, history. But the, the, the tools that we have in the right hand... Is just simply God's word. It's God's word that converts. It's God's word that transforms lives. And the left hand over here—I suppose the left hand is over here for you, you guys. Uh, the left hand over here is saying, "God's word—that's all you got." And we say, "God's word—that's all we need," because there's power in God's word. Another question to, to kind of help focus in on, on these dis- distinctions that, that we have here. Um, an, another one is this distinction, especially here in the Lutheran circles, we, we talk about it quite a bit. It's, it's law and gospel. So the question, what runs the show in the left-hand realm? Well, I think that you guys could be one step ahead of me here and say the law runs the show in the left-hand. Now, we usually talk about the law in a bad sense, in that it's a negative sense. And certainly in the right-hand realm, it is. It crushes us, right? It's a mirror that, that shows us just how bad we are. But over here in the left-hand realm, it's a good thing. It, it, it tells us how to live our lives. It, it tells us what to do. It, it, it helps keep order over here. And again, if you're one step uh, ahead of me, you probably are. It's the gospel that runs the show in the right-hand realm over here. The gospel, that's what, that's what the church is all, all about. That's why we're gathered here. It's the proclamation of the forgiveness of sins through, Christ and death, through Christ's death and resurrection for you. That's the gospel. That's what runs the show here. It's not the law. The law on the right hand, it crushes us. But the gospel lifts us up. And one last distinction here that that I think really speaks to our day and age here because we live in a a day and age um, where, you know, I don't have to say it, but I'm going to anyways, that, that we live in this highly politicized culture where, you know, you're either over here and you're yelling that way, or you are... Over here, and you're yelling that that way. There's there's not much middle ground here, and I think this distinction really helps us out in our generation, in our culture, right here and right here and now. Because here's the thing: is that the left hand is always striving for for peace. It it, it always wants. Peace. And, and we see that, right? The, the United States are, are in some talks with North Korea uh, about establishing some type of peace. And, and several years ago, the United States was in some kind of talks of establishing, establishing peace with I, Iran. And it's, it's the Middle East, really, that is always, seems to always be striving for peace, but never really getting it. And that's the point is that the left hand kingdom over here always strives for it but never gets it now that doesn't mean that they shouldn't strive for it but it's our realization in saying that they always strive for it but they're never gonna get it but right over here in the right hand realm we have peace here and now it's a present thing because jesus has died and jesus is at peace and we are at peace with jesus and our father we experience peace right, in, right here and now. So, when the world is over here going, oh wee nee, 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 you did this. And then they're over here going, oh wee nee, 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 you did that. And a wee nee, 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 this. We can stand over here. Poo, we can take a breath. Because we have peace. We have peace, though, though, though it may not look like the world has peace. And, and sometimes it doesn't. We as Christians, as redeemed child of God, we have peace with our Father. So why all of this this theological groundwork? Why all of this theological groundwork? Because there's two axioms that we need to keep this whole thing around. Is that we need to keep these two realms distinct, but not divorced. And they need to be in cooperation with each other and not confusion. And when we keep them separate, when, when we keep them in cooperation but not confusion, a lot of, of our world really falls into place. It gives us a good lens to look at. It gives us a good lens to look at First Peter here because First Peter is all about the left hand. All of that to understand First Peter 2.17 And I can encourage you. I can end this sermon with law because it's for the left-hand realm. So go out, honor everyone, love the brotherhood, fear God, and honor the emperor or the president nowadays. All of that falls into place with this theological groundwork and with that we say come soon lord jesus amen let's let's pray heavenly father we thank you for giving us these two kingdoms we thank you for working in these two kingdoms through us lord we ask that you work diligently strongly mightily in in both of of them for two different purposes allow us to to see that lord and allow those pieces to fall in place for us This and all things we ask in your most holy name. Amen.